0: Lord for thy grace plan that we Thy dwelling place may be
1: Welcome to Life Study of the Bible brought to you by Living Stream Ministry featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee two ministers of God's economy who served together in China for nearly 20 years Watchman Nee was imprisoned by the Chinese government in 1952 and remained there until his death in 1972. Following his imprisonment, Witness Lee carried on this ministry in Taiwan and eventually in America and ultimately around the world. He served the Lord for more than 70 years before going to be with him in 1997. His major contribution was through a 21-year labor he called Life Study, an exhaustive commentary on the entire Bible. This program is based on those messages. Before we join today's show, we'd like to give you our website where you can find more programs just like this one. It's lsmradio.org. Again, lsmradio.org. Now, here's our show today. God's loving chastisement of His beloved ones is a common experience of all who love Him. But our first tendency is to get out from under the severe and harsh circumstances as quickly as possible. But the message from Isaiah is that God uses these difficult times to bring us on to something deeper and richer in our experience of Christ. Stay with us for the next half hour as we learn to wait in the paths of his judgment on today's Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program furnished by Living Stream Ministry and featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. Ron Kangas is with us as we continue to explore the book of Isaiah. Ron, it's always good to have you back for one of these wonderful life studies. Glad you're here today.
2: I'm glad to be here, and I'm looking forward to our fellowship together concerning ministry from the book of Isaiah, a wonderful book.
1: Well, today we come to chapters 25, 26, and 27. And Ron, we've been seeing that Jehovah is very active in his chastening of Israel and judging the surrounding nations. But a marvelous lesson for all of God's people is presented in these chapters. And today also we want to see something more about Isaiah's prophecy related to Israel and even how it relates to the current situation that seems to always be in the news regarding Israel and the Middle East. Witness Lee gave these messages back in nineteen ninety. And that's when we were involved in the first Iraq war. And it seems like the situation never gets resolved. This whole region of the world is just in perpetual turmoil. But this is significant regarding the fulfillment of prophecy, isn't it, Ron?
2: It surely is. We recognize that regarding prophecy, even regarding the nation of Israel today, Christians have different views. But from our really thorough and decades-long study, we personally are assured that God is not finished with Israel. Yes, in this age, the age of the church, of grace, of mystery, he's building up the church as a body of Christ, the one new man. But prophecy concerning Israel has been in the process of fulfillment, let's say since 1948, where the nation of Israel was restored. We consider that a prophetic event. Then in 1967, when Jerusalem was restored to Israel, fulfilling further prophetic utterances in the Old Testament and in the New. And we fully expect that more will be fulfilled when the temple is rebuilt prior to the great tribulation. And the Lord, when he comes, will establish his kingdom on the earth, will restore the remnant of Israel. And in the kingdom of a thousand years, Israel, enlarged according to God's covenant, and Zion, the center, will be a wonderful, glorious place. Up until then, there will just be endless turmoil, hostility, maybe even war in the Middle East. The only solution will be the coming of the King of Kings to establish his throne in Jerusalem and begin the age of the millennium, the kingdom of of a thousand
1: years. Ron, I mentioned that we're going to be in chapters 25, 26, and 27 today, but not necessarily in that order. We want to begin in chapter 26, and a verse that brings us directly to what we opened the program with. And that is how God's people should react to his loving chastisement. Isaiah 26, verse 8 says, Indeed, in the path of your judgments, O Jehovah, We have waited for you. Here's Witness Lee.
0: Now, we come to Israel's turn to Jehovah, and their return to the Holy Land for restoration. In distress, they sought Jehovah. They whispered out a prayer for Jehovah's chastening was upon them. As a pregnant woman draws near to giving birth, she cries out in her pain. So they have been before Jehovah. This is good. Quite often, we need to be like this. After God's chastening, we need to repent and to uh, whisper out a prayer. And uh, we need to have... uh, kind of a talk to the Lord when we are suffering in our distress. They will pray indeed, In the path of your judgment, O Jehovah, we have waited for you. Now he's judging. Then we should wait for him in the path of his judging. It's quite meaningful. What does this mean? In our own experiences, we have realized how the Lord will be chastening us and we will be under His kind of a chastening. While well, so, we have to learn something to find out what is the lesson that the Lord will render to us. This is the way that we are waiting for Him. Then, after chastening, we will have learned a lot of the Lord's way. But sometimes, even quite often, many saints, after being chastened, it seems that they have learned nothing. They just wasted their time. And they wasted even the Lord's chastening. But the proper way is, while we are being under the Lord's chastening, we have to learn something of Him. And this is to wait for him in the path of his judgment. Judgment of God is always teaching us some lessons of uh, righteousness. Though the wicked is showing grace, he does not learn righteousness. The more you treat people in a good way, you are so gracious, the more the people well, learn no lesson. Listen to the second part. In the land of the straightforwardness, she deals unjustly and does not perceive the majesty of Jehovah. When God is so good to us in grace, we would not learn lesson. We would uh, not perceive his majesty. So, sometimes, God has to be severe to us. He has to be severe to test us that we may learn the lesson and perceive his majesty.
1: Ron, Israel here is in the midst of chastening, and they saw Jehovah, And even more, weighted in the paths of his judgment. This is really a wonderful lesson for us in our own experience. When we're in an easy time, even a time of enjoying God's grace, often we don't learn that much of him. But when we're under his discipline, there's usually much to be learned, much to be gained. He mentioned that sometimes God's chastening and our time is just wasted. What did he mean by this?
2: Well, let's begin this way. We know clearly from a chapter such as Hebrews 12 that the Father disciplines his children, not punishing them, disciplining them, chastening them, that they may mature in the divine life and partake of his holiness. This is part of the Father's plan his loving care, to bring his children into maturity of the divine sonship. Our brother Peter surely received his share of discipline, even recorded in the Acts and in the Apostles and in Galatians 2. But in his first epistle, he spoke concerning the Christian life under the government of God. And the exercise of God's government really involves some forms of discipline. And Peter says we need to be humbled under the mighty hand of God. Now we consider that verse you referred to, waiting in the paths of God's judgment. This word waiting indicates The God's people are accepting this discipline. They recognize they need it. They acknowledge that God is righteous in so doing. And they're waiting for the positive outcome of this. And that is always God's intention, a wonderful positive outcome. But believers today, may actually waste the opportunity to be gained by the Lord, to be matured by him, to be enlightened and trained by him. So God the Father provides situations which are like the paths of his judgment, but instead of waiting in them, believers either try to avoid them or more seriously even, they harden their hearts. They close their being. They refuse to cooperate with what the Lord is doing. So eventually the Lord may temporarily lift his hand, but he realizes the matter isn't solved and he will have to revisit these dear ones at another time. But we can learn positively from what the ministry of our brother is opening up concerning Isaiah. Learn to wait in the paths that's in the process and to open to the Lord, to be humbled before the Lord, and to seek him concerning what he wants to do and what he wants to gain. This is a blessing. Ron,
1: we're moving on now to chapter 27, and this is a prophecy concerning the scattered Israelites being gathered back to the good land. This gradual restoration actually began in the time of Daniel, and as we will see, it's still going on today. Let's look at verses 12 and 13 in chapter 27. And in that day Jehovah will beat out the grain from the flowing stream of the river unto the brook of Egypt, and you will be gleaned one by one, O you children of Israel. And they will worship Jehovah on the holy mountain in Jerusalem. Wonderful picture. Here again
0: is Witness Lee. Israel's return to the Holy Land for restoration. In that day, Jehovah will beat out the grain from the flowing stream of the Euphrates River into the brook of Egypt. By the restoration time from Euphrates River, that is from Iraq. Now, Iraq today is right on Euphrates. To the border, the brook of Egypt, all the scattered Jews will be gathered one by one and go back to Israel. That is the tracing of the grain. Now all the Israels were scattered. Then one day for the restoration of Israel, the Lord will thresh, will beat out the grain. And the grains are just the returned Jews from Iraq to Egypt in that territory. Uh, All the scattered Israel who were lost, outcast will be gathered back to uh, the good land. In that day, I think only the Lord knows when is that day. When? It's hard to say. This began from the time of the expiration of the 17 years when the Babylonian captivity were sent back to uh, Israel. From that time, gradually, time after time, some Israel will be sent back to Israel. Russia made a decision and to send back certain amount of the Jews to uh, the uh, Israel land, the uh, holy land. This thing happened again and again at the day of his second coming. The scattered Jews will be back. But before that time, time after time, some returns of uh, the Jews, back to their father's
1: land. Ron, we heard that this word is a prophetic one concerning the return of the Jews to the good land. The children of Israel were scattered out of the land for centuries, beginning with the captivity here in Isaiah and in other books like Daniel. But for the sake of the restoration of Israel, God has been gathering them back into the land for centuries. Ron, why do we hold the interpretation that what is happening even in our time today, especially since the reestablishment of the nation of Israel in 1948, is a continuation of this same restoration and that it will continue through the remainder of the age?
2: The reason we do is that it's our deep conviction. This is part of the prophetic word being fulfilled and yet to be fulfilled. It's not a matter of our imagination or our own analysis of the world situation. We believe there are prophecies in the Old Testament concerning the restoration of Israel that will be fulfilled in full only during the millennial kingdom after the Lord returns. In the light of these prophecies, we consider the history of the last 60 or 70 years. And the nation of Israel, admittedly in an ungodly condition, has been restored and Jerusalem has been recovered. And I already mentioned more will happen, especially in relation to rebuilding the temple. We recognize that the present secular state of Israel in and of itself is not the fulfillment of the prophecies concerning a time of glory and rejoicing and rest on Mount Zion in Jerusalem, but it is part of the preparation. And we know from a prophetic book such as Zechariah that when the Lord Jesus returns, the remnant of Israel, who survive the great tribulation, they will look upon Christ, the one whom they have pierced, and mourn for him, and grieve for him, and deeply repent, and they will experience a fountain opened for their cleansing and their forgiveness. This is our solid conviction. Based upon decades and decades of studying in the Word, and we present it in all sincerity to our listeners to consider as they read the Word and study Isaiah and other scriptures in the Lord's shining presence.
1: Well, Ron, it seems that all manner of topics come up in the news as related to the world situation different times, different places seem to be hot spots, but there seems to always be a constant, and that is that the Middle East is in turmoil. We have a very positive and enjoyable note to finish on today. So let's go back to Witness Lee for the conclusion of this life study.
0: Jehovah's host will make on this mountain for all the peoples a feast of fat things, a feast of wine, matured On the leaves, of uh, fat things full of myrtle, and of filtered wine matured on the leaves. You understand? In the restoration, God will set up a feast for all the nations, for all these peoples, that means all the nations, a feast of fat things, a feast of wine, matured on the lease, and a filtered wine matured on the lease, then all the things of the feast are very, very tasteful. You know, if you are a drinker, you know how to how the wine from the lease satisfies you. It will be a kind of wine matured from the lease, uh, matured from Uh, the old, old uh, wine for years. This is Isaiah's description. I do believe in the restoration time, Jerusalem with them will be the joyful and most enjoying center Mm -hmm. for all the people on this earth. A feast, what will be that feast, I cannot tell you. You may interpret in a spiritual way a feast of all the riches of Christ, the fatness, and the the wine matured on the least. You may interpret it spiritually that all these refer to the riches of Christ, but I doubt a bit. Be I believe this indicates that Jerusalem with Zion will be the most joyful center on this earth. So all the people on this earth will go there to enjoy that kind of feast. And um, on this mountain, he will sort up the covering that covers up all the peoples. You know, today, all the people on this earth are covered. But in restoration, God will take away Discovered. Then all the people on this earth will see something about God, about God's eternal economy. They will see this. Today, talk to them. They don't understand. They are just covered people. God will fill up the covering that covers up all the peoples, even the veil that veils all the nations. He will fill up death forever, and the Lord Jehovah will wipe away the tears from their faces and the reproach of his people he will remove from all the earth.
1: Ron, I really like how we conclude today. There will be a time at the end of this age when the entire world situation will be cleared up, and it coincides with the full restoration of Israel. At that time, Jerusalem with Mount Zion will be a most enjoyable and satisfying place, and it says even a feast for all the nations. He touched a second point that I also thought was interesting, and that is the swallowing up of this covering. Anyone, Ron, who's ever tried to speak about Christ to their friends or family or even to strangers, either by preaching the gospel or sharing their experiences of him, has experienced this covering that's spoken of Sometimes it just doesn't seem to matter how clearly we have spoken or how impactful it should be because there is just this unmistakable covering over the hearers. But one day that covering will be swallowed up. I think we have plenty of time today, Ron, for you to speak to both of these points.
2: This is part of the prophecy, and this covering, which we will speak of as a veil, is virtually covering all the nations on the earth. And this veil is used very much by the enemy to blind the thoughts of the unbelievers, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of God would shine into them. This is Paul's understanding in 2 Corinthians 4. But in the preceding chapter, he talks about We all, with an unveiled face, behold and reflect the glory of the Lord. But prior to that, he mentions, in particular among the Jews, but the principle applies to us all. When the Jewish believers read Moses, read the Old Testament, there's a veil on them. They don't see what's there. So by the Lord's mercy, when we turn our heart to the Lord, the veil is taken away and we behold and reflect the indwelling resurrected Christ in his glory. When the Lord returns, the veil that is covering everyone on the earth, all of the nations will be uplifted. And then everyone will realize that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, he's the Son of man, He's the Savior, He's the Redeemer, He's the Lord, He's the King of Kings, and that now He is on earth, in Jerusalem, reigning over the nations. This will happen.
1: Well, another very enjoyable and enlightening half hour, Ron. Thank you for sharing it with us. That's all the time we have today. We hope you are enjoying these programs from Isaiah as much as we are bringing them to you. You can reach us toll-free by calling 1-888-LIFE-STUDY, that's 888-543-3788, or by email to radio at lsm.org. For Ron Kangas, I'm Chris Weil. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. These programs consist of excerpts from Witness Lee's spoken ministry, along with our discussion and comments, and all focusing on God's heart's desire that we would enjoy Christ as the divine life for man. These Life Study messages show us that every book of the Bible reveal that enjoying Him in this way will bring us to the goal of our salvation. There are more than 1,700 programs like this one available online free of charge that you can download, stream live, or add to your podcast subscription. Just visit our website, lsmradio.com. That's lsmradio.com. You can also reach us by email, radio
2: at lsm.org. Thanks for listening today.